Hey y'all, this is Dick Darren from StraightHustling.com. Are you a hunter or just like to target shoot and have a good time? Then you need to check out Freedom Munitions. You can find a link to Freedom Munitions at the bottom of StraightHustling.com. I can't say enough good stuff about Freedom Munitions. It's where I buy my own ammo, great prices, to buy directly online, and it's shipped to your doorstep. It doesn't get any better than that. You can sign up for their email specials and check out their brass buyback program. So please click the link at the bottom of our site, straighthustling.com. Takes you directly to Freedom Munitions and get your hustle on. Let's get on with the show. Warning, you're about to listen to the straighthustling.com show. These guys make no sense to most common people and will fuck your brainwaves up. At any time you get lightheaded or feel like you want to smash shit to pieces, please pause the show, count to 10, and take a deep breath. Continue listening to the show and enjoy. Thank you. I was making my name as a hillbilly rock star. Who'd ever think that a man could go far? Taking my roots down on Dixie, missing the blues of old Mississippi. Guitar when I turned 13. Played along with my radio. Touched cocaine and Curtis Lowe. Me and the boys had a little band touring the country in a no dodge. Welcome back to StraightHustling.com. It's Dick, Darren, Money Mike, and Stu. How's it going? We're here today, baby. Back at the studio, we got a good show today. We have producer John Connor and David Ray. Yeah, they're coming in to be our first live face-to-face interview on here. That'd be good. Yeah, it'll be our first actual interview at the headquarters with real live people. Yes, it's no longer no longer fake. And Stu gets the new bench when people aren't here. I've got the best seat in the house. I just had to say that. It's just I'm just chilling over here. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're chilling. Come on over here, Mike. There's room for two. Yeah, I know there is. So we got uh, John Connor. See what he's talking about. He's got uh, producing the new record for uh, Charlie Bonnet. They're having this big release party coming up, so we'll be checking that out. That's going to be awesome. And they just got done uh, filming uh, Jelly Roll's new video. I'm telling you, man, they're all over the place. Yeah, they're uh, up and coming, making it happen, man. Been doing it for a long time and yeah, getting some good recognition and, you know, for a lot of hard work. David Ray, he's been a... Big part of the the eye for oh, the eye for an eye, eye for yeah. An eye, yeah. yeah with Bubba Sparks and Stump so that'd be cool get him on here and talk about what's going on with him yeah yeah then both of them will be here and that'd be uh, it's gonna be neat having people here for the first time live yeah. you know because uh, you know I, I've, I've never really viewed anybody live before yeah you know, I suck doing it on the phone I wonder how bad kind of Bob Sapp but. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah yeah we did that's right yeah so but not is, at the headquarters not at the headquarters yeah. live from. Yeah, that was an Aberdeen Woods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, back out here in the country. <laughs> hey, Dick, I'm going to run check the driver real quick, see if they're coming down. All right, I think I hear the doorbell. All right, it's 
Dig down with Straight Hustling. We got a good show today. We got John Connor and David Ray. What's going on, y'all? Straight Hustling headquarters. Hell yeah. We got Money Mike Stu. On the scene, baby. What's going on, people? Well, man, thanks for coming down here. This is cool. Glad to get to meet you. I interviewed Charlie, and he told us a lot of good stuff about you. It's coming together. You're definitely out hustling, you know what I'm saying? That's a big thing. You know, you're out here this morning like we are, you know what I'm saying? Hustling, that's what it's about. Get your name out and doing it. Seven days a week. Oh, yeah. Tell us your story about how you got started. I mean, I pretty much do at this point everything that that you can think of. But uh, it started just being an artist myself, Um, just probably like most artists. You're looking for somebody to make beats and places to do studio time, things of that nature. Just me, I, just like we were just talking about, I'm, I like to get it. And I can never find, it's either a money thing or, you know, finding the people that have that relentless, you know, drive to, to do things. So I just started doing things for myself. I needed beats. So I was like, well, let me just buy a beat machine and figure this thing Make out. Make your own beats. And then buying yeah. the equipment and starting with like, you know, a little four track tape decks and all that kind of stuff. You know, you just kind of, to go from there it's it's been 20 years in the making so you know, right. along you the way you on I tour can, now or what are you doing we're not currently on tour we just uh i for now i just got a record deal with average joe's and uh, right. produced that record with dave gray and, um we're actually talking to jelly uh now about going out as the support actor him in september oh, cool. he's got like 50 some dates lined up so we had the first right of refusal on uh on the dates, so I'm gonna pick the ones that make sense for us. Hopefully, get out. I'd like to do the whole thing, but I don't know if we're gonna be able to do the whole thing because you know, the logistics of it. But what got you in Nashville, man? How'd you get here? Well, I, uh, you know, I was working on music about from Delaware, and um, a buddy of mine back home. We were putting together a compilation CD, and uh, he was a big fan of Haystack, and he was like, "Man, would you do a song with this guy if I?" I was able to, to hire him to do a song. I was like, sure. So he gave me one of his CDs, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. So we headed down there, and uh, we did a song. And just like any producer would, I had to take a CD of beats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I played him a CD of beats, and he turned and said, man, you're my new producer. So, uh, oh, yeah. Haystack? Uh, yeah. Oh, so that's awesome, man. I, I didn't know that. That's good to know. I ended up uh, doing 42 songs over his our, our time together. Um, yeah, and uh, that's you still working with him. I'm not. No. I'm not. But uh, like I said, it it began my love affair with Nashville. Um, being down in in the studios, I think we went to Quad and got to meet Shannon Sanders and DJ Dev and all the guys, and you know, just opened my eyes to you know, back in Delaware, there isn't many places right, you yeah. can go, and if, if there is a studio there. There isn't the kind of talent that you can find in a Nashville studio just oh, sitting there like just around. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, well, we don't sing very good either. Yeah, no, you know, just so like this room. I started out, you know, sampling, just like you know most hip hop producers. I I come right. through old, uh, you know, instrumental guitar CDs, piano CDs, what have you. Always looking for for cool samples, and we took. Stack cut a couple records to a couple beats that had samples. We couldn't use samples, so we're in the studio and he had guys come in. I think he had Dave Davidson, who's like uh, Led Zeppelin's uh, band director or something like that. He played fiddle, so I had this really cool 
beat that had a violin in it, and he replayed it and made it so much bigger and better than the sample was. Damn. And right there, I was just like, I'm never sampling again. I got to find <laughs> me some players, you know? <laughs> so at that point, you know, I, I just, everything opened up because now you're, now you're not looking for samples. You just got guys in the studio and, the, you know. I, well, yeah, there's so many people out there looking to make music and that are really talented. Yeah. You know, looking for any shot. You so know, as no a producer, what. I sit and I listen to them play until I identify something that I really think is cool and I build a beat around it and then we just, you know, we go from there. And, you know, How'd you run into Charlie? Charlie, I, I mean, I've known Charlie for a while while I was uh, working with Big Smo and Torn. You know, Moxon Creek was out doing the same. And, yeah. But, um, we, uh, David and I, when we started Damn It Boy, we were looking for an artist to, that was independent, that didn't already have a deal, that, but had a good fan base. And we originally went to Mox and Creek at, while they were still a group. And we said, mm -hmm. hey, yeah. you know, you guys are making it shake. We like what you're doing. We feel like we can add some production value and, and better mixing to what you guys got going on, put some visuals to it. And I think you guys got what it takes to, to get to that next level. And during the course of that, they broke up. You didn't break them up, did you? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Yeah, nothing. Well, I'm, a big fan. I'm a fan of Big Smoke, you know what I mean? He's, he's, I mean, I like what he's putting out. And, uh, and you know, the, you know, I watched the show too. It, it tricked me out, you know, and it's happening right down the road from here. You yeah, know it was I cool. Yeah. Um, I, I did kicking it in Tennessee for, it was a story behind that is, uh, I originally when I, I moved to Nashville the first time, I was at a gas station. And I saw a guy pull up to uh, to the gas station in a big truck, muddy tired. I mean, the whole thing's covered in mud. Dude's got like on a 10-gallon hat or whatever they're called. You know, he's got a white <laughs> beard and he's bumping Lil Wayne. <laughs> and it tripped me out. I'm like, man, there's a there's a section of these of, of country folks that, you know, I'm sure they, they love the beats. But yeah. they probably couldn't right. identify maybe what was going on with the words and everything. But... You know, they probably because you know, there's no city. They know they don't know city living. You know what I mean? Right. And, and working the block, but, but, but they, you know, all right. they know about here. So I said to Stack, I said, "Hey, man, there, I think there's a demographic of guys out here that you know we could probably start doing some music for that would really, really buy in." And at the time, he didn't really want to go, like, I guess, country rap with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. He can fashion himself a southern, southern rapper, but he was working with Big Smo, and. The beats that I had sent for his record, Hard to Love, ended up, a couple of them ended up with Big Smo. And he shot the video, one of them was kicking it in Tennessee. Yeah. So Smo hit me up, this was back when MySpace was. was yeah, like, yeah. He's like, hey man, I shot a video to this this record you did, and I got it from Stack. I just wanted to clear it with you, make sure everything was cool. I was like, yeah, man, if you guys already got a video shot to it, man, just, you know, give me credit and let's roll. So a couple years later, his manager hit me up and was like, at the time, it was Kicking in Tennessee was taking off. It was right. up to like, you know, a couple hundred thousand views. And so we've had Smo in the studio with a bunch of different guys, and we can't get the sound that we're looking for. And I asked Smo, you know, what, who did Kicking in Tennessee? Who did CWG? And it ended up being me. So he reached out to me, and Smo ended up coming to Delaware. This is like 2000, end of 2010, I think, 2011, something like that. And, uh, we did a couple records. One of them was Kick Mud, which is now like a really yeah. big song with the mud bogs and stuff. But um, kind of hit it off. We had a chemistry. We had a sound that we, you know, so I moved to Tennessee and down to Shelbyville. And we got cracking on, on his stuff. We released uh, his EP, the Grassroots EP. And uh, during the midst of that, you know, we caught the attention of Warner Brothers. And 
They saw yeah, it I mean, small, he's big uh, now, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the thing, is anything around here, they got so many of these records they use, and you never know if, if their kid comes to your show. You know, right. if they're one of their kids or their kid's nephews or something goes in there and they come home talking about it, then people, they'll, they'll check out. You right. know, it's a trip. Right. I mean, I, I was a window washer here. I used to uh, leave CDs on the desk and I'd go in there and clean the windows. Right. And I'd just leave CDs in there from friends of mine. But yeah. Of course, it never went anywhere. It's like just throw them in the garbage. You said you sit there and listen to beats in the studio, the live beats, the fiddle when you were referencing. Do you have a... Is it you're just listening for that one sound, or you already have a vision of where it's going? Uh, As a producer, like you know, I I have a theory that the core elements of the beat, whether that just be a piano, whatever it is, just one one instrument and the drums, mm. those just those core elements, just a couple tracks. If they get your blood pumping, if they get the goosebumps going right. on your arms. Then you know you got some. We call it chicken skin around here. Okay. <laughs> well, when you got some yeah. chicken skin going, yeah, you know, yeah, you know. It's then, good then yeah. when you add the layers, you can build it yeah. and make it bigger. Right. But I've never been in a session where we started with a ho hum beat and just added layers and it turned into something really dope. Yeah. If you don't right. have that to start with, why so, build on it? Yeah. You know so I mean? you're just yeah. you know making a better sounding, more layered ho hum beat. Yeah. You know. It's so like building with a foundation. We're li- the foundation. When I'm listening to somebody play, I'm listening for something that. I'm like, oh, as soon as I hear it, I'm like, oh, that, keep playing that, keep playing that. And then maybe on the third you know, third measure, they go somewhere. I'm like, no, maybe go to the D or go, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, we work the lick out. And then once and I get over on the drum machine, start knocking out some drums to it. And just with that, those core elements there, if I'm feeling it and it's got the room starting to nod and Dave Ray starting to sing a melody, I know we got some. And then we just start building. So it always stems from that. We don't just, you know, take anything and just start making a beat and hope, you know, it's, it, it usually comes from, from that signature lick or whatever that you hear, whether it be piano or the guitar. We usually, we usually start with the guitar, but... The southern kind of country rap thing, man, that's really taken off. Is there any kind of slang term for it right now that anybody has? Or? I mean, everybody calls it something different. I know a lot of people have embraced the hip-hop term and all these other oh, stuff, yeah, which yeah, heard that. used to be, like, used as a derogatory statement like by XXL and the source and all that to kind of yeah. describe what Bubba and Stack were doing back right. in, in the days but you know I don't you know it's, it's an emerging genre I don't really care you know for me it's not about the name it's about the yeah. feel of the music and right. um, you know it's I've been blessed to be a part of it since you know I, I worked with the Moonshine Bandits on some of their beginning records and kind of been at this thing and identified it you know years and years ago it's, it took off, man. It's, yeah, well, I think it's getting bigger. I mean, that's all. I, that's what I listen to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was listening to Big Smoke on the way down. So, like I said, I've had the pleasure to be kind of in the midst of it and grow yeah. with it. And you know, the guys down at Average Joe's do a tremendous job in the genre. Uh, we're blessed to be signed over there as well. So we we produce a lot of the artists that are over there. We just uh, got out of the studio with the Moonshine Bandits the other day. Yeah. Shout out to them. And, uh, working with the Lax, they're doing a song with the Lax. Shout out to the Lax. They uh. They've embraced what we do production wise. Yeah, I just checked them out the other day. I thought they were pretty cool. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I never, you know, I came up an East Coast battle rapper with a severe bias to anything outside the East Coast. I hated Southern music. I hated West Coast music. <laughs> so it's like, you have to understand, like, when my buddy came to me with the Haystack stuff, I didn't know who he was. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I already had this tremendous bias against just what he stood for, just in general, because I was this, you know, young, yeah. naive kind of. 
But it, it's the East Coast guy. Yeah. You can do about it, I right? Came down yeah. And it was actually Charlie P. We were sitting in the studio and uh, playing music and just watching how he moved to the music. I was like, ah, like I got it. It made yeah. sense, you know? It's just, um, I was able to feel, you know, what, you know, because East Coast music is more of like a head nod music, you know? But Southern's bounce, you know? Yeah. Everybody's bumping, they're bouncing. I didn't, we didn't, I, at least me personally, I can't say we, I didn't really get it. I was like all about the lyrics, East Coast, Wu-Tang Clan, all that stuff early in my career. And uh, once I came down to Nashville and uh, worked with Haystack and kind of got into the Southern stuff, you know, it, it grew on me fast. I really, I really enjoyed it. And I want to ask y'all something about the other. So I, I was talking with Charlie and I threw something out there that we knew, but it's kind of a little different to him. So we were talking about CWB. So, yeah. Well, CWB sitting right next to me is one of the founders of CWB is David Ray. So um, it's funny because right. Charlie, so Craig Wayne Boyd, the CWB, the country guy, he, <laughs> I used to rent this house to him. Yeah. So when we were joking with Charlie, we threw a CWB in there, and and we weren't really familiar with the CWB you guys were talking about. So when he said, "Yeah, yeah," David told us about that, and uh you know, and I was like, oh, well, we're not into it because we, we were thinking CWB Craig Wayne Boys. So yeah. what's the story on the CWB <laughs> with the crazy white boys, I guess? Well, yeah. like I said, David Ray sitting right next to me is one of the founders. It's a it's a hip-hop group, and I guess I'll turn the floor over to him. But it was a, it was a hip-hop group that, that started back in the early 2000s that had a, a very big following regionally, had a, a hit called Crazy White Boys featuring Haystack and Bubba Sparks. And uh, it kind of started this whole movement where, you know, a lot of, of uh, white boys that embraced hip hop kind of had yeah, this new right. voice emerging other than it was more street. other You know, it was, it, but I'll, I'll let David Ray tell you a little bit more yeah, about right. that. Um, <laughs> so CWB, Crazy White Boys, was actually started by uh, myself, um, Stomp, which is part of I-49, um, Alexander King. And uh, one of our homies, Brandon Stone. And um, we actually signed with Street Flavor, which was the label Haystack was currently on, which is why Haystack picked up the CWB movement as well. Um, CWB was basically created. It's kind of, it relates to this hip hop genre too, because John said somebody pulled up and they hear Lil Wayne bumping. It's cool, it's a cool track, but you tend to gravitate to music that you relate to. Can't relate to a Bugatti or a 112 foot yacht or a basketball size earring, you know. What I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, so even though, like back then, you know, East Coast still had a real big movement. You know, what I'm saying you got Puffy and Biggie and you know Pac and the the West Coast thing, and um, it was just like for a white boy to pull up to a stop, you know, to a stop sign, a red light or something, and be bumping that music. If the car next to you, let's say, was a car full of black dudes, they'd almost look at you like, what do you know about that? Right. What do you know about that? You don't know nothing about no Biggie or Pac. Or, yeah. You know like what I'm saying? Like know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, CWB was basically created just to, uh, you know, give people of our culture that came up in, you know, somewhat of an urban market um, something to relate to. Right. Yeah. So. So after after I got done talking to him, I was like, well, when we were talking, we had a little CWB joke in there. He didn't like really laugh or nothing. So I was like, 
Let me go look this up, and then that's what I saw. Oh, yeah, he's talking about something else. Yeah, we, yeah, we thought we were talking about um, Greg Wayne Boy, and it's like, no, it's crazy. White yeah. boys are like, whoops. Uh, I guess CWB still owes me money. Man. <laughs> yeah, 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 we, we, we currently don't owe anyone any money. <laughs> so, uh, man, Charlie, he's really taking off, man. He's a Looks like he's a great He's performer. a great guy, man. Great guy. And to pick up where we left off earlier is, you know, after this, the Mox and Creek breakup, um, David and I both said, you know, we we really like what Charlie Charlie does. And he came by the studio and Dixon ends up living five minutes down the road from yeah. us. And uh, he comes to the studio and he pulls out the guitar and sings a couple songs. And, you know, as producers and songwriters ourselves, we quickly identified that he had it, you know, right. he, he had it. And, uh, we had, we just extended him the same type of deal that we wanted to extend to Mox and Creek, which was, you know, let us come in and, and produce, produce it and shoot some visuals and, and just do what we do, you know, learning. That's the thing in the big smoke situation. I shot, you know, videos. I did behind the scenes videos, uh, you know, just consulted from, you know, wardrobe. I was helped put the band together, you know, was right. a, initially a part of the live show. Um, you know, for the time that I was there. So uh, not only am I a producer, and, but becoming a director and learning how to do all these things, and then you put the business aspect to it, it becomes branding. You know, you, yeah. you learn how to brand an artist. And Chuck has everything that you need as a record label or someone that's trying to build a brand. Just, you know, from A to Z. He's yeah. authentic. He's been in the game over 20 years. He's got right. a unique voice with so much character that you know you can't help but be drawn in when you hear him sing you can just mm -hmm. tell this guy you know he knows what he's singing he feels what he's singing yeah, about. yeah. It's, it's it means something when it's coming out of place. his mouth yeah, yeah you know it's, it's not different. just something that he's trying to please fans you know he's just yeah. writing from the heart so it was a no-brainer for us uh we did a we did a deal with him and uh the result of that is a hotel in valdosta it's an yeah. ep Drops June 26th. Uh, Pre-orders actually go on sale tomorrow. Right. Um, and when you order the CD, if you pre-order the CD, you actually get one of the songs to drive the drum featuring I4 and I and uh, my buddy David Ray nice. here on it. And right. uh, as you know, instant gratification, just something to, to listen to until the whole thing drops. But we shot out uh, the Hillbilly Rockstar video. Uh, that's at over 11,000 views in just yeah. uh, a little under three weeks. Yeah. And we're about to drop Borrowed Minutes, uh, the video for Borrowed Minutes, the first single off the Hotel in Valdosta uh, on June 26th, the day oh, cool. that uh, the EP drops. So we're just hoping that we can support him uh, in his endeavors. And, and uh, we have a handshake agreement to do another record. But even if he was offered a major deal tomorrow, we wish him nothing but the best. And right. hope, yeah. We're hoping that that's what you yeah. know, we can help do. We, uh, you know, we kind of look at ourselves not only as a label, as Damn It Boy, but brand builders and, and producers right. that were trying to help just artists, you know, get their music to the next level, you know, consulting and the visuals. And, you know, well, I mean, you're things. doing an awesome job from what I can see. Yeah. And I mean, I'm a fan of almost every, every, everybody you work with. I don't know. Man, the, the, the way Charlie was, man, all he had to do was say nothing but good stuff. And he was like, oh man, these guys are great. They're, well, you know, yeah, he was we, all uh, excited. We definitely have, uh, Mutual respects, you know, yeah, yeah. lifelong so record man. You know, we all enjoy a, a hey. great record. You got a you cool know. nickname, CB3. CB3, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. I wish I, I could come up with one that cool. I just want to say one thing. People, when you listen to this, listen to this uh, podcast, uh, 
the record's out now, so go ahead and do it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we're going to be a couple of days late on that. <laughs> and this is our first live, and we have, uh, you know, we're used to you're sweat not sweating in the, in the studio. studio, you're not working, right? <laughs> exactly. We're hustling up in this bitch. Exactly. Hell yeah. Oh uh, shit! Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, trying to build something, you know, out of nothing. That's what we, you know, yeah. three three buddies so having fun. Yeah. You know, we got, we're too old and stupid to do anything else. Yeah. That's the thing fun. for us is, uh, you know, that's the reason why we created Damn Boy Entertainment is I have a love for the independent grind and, and, right. and just the hustle. That's to me where the magic is. Sometimes that can get lost at the next level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because right. so many people have a, a say in what goes on. But when you're just independent, you're doing it, Do it for the passion, you're doing it's it for great. the love, you're yeah. doing what you feel is best, yeah. and, and you're getting a pure, a yeah. pure thing. Yeah. You know, it's like we got that one sponsor, you know, Freedom Ammunitions, yeah. you know what I'm saying? One sponsor so far, but you know, you've got to build it up, and exactly. you're just independent. But that's the great the great yeah. part is the build. Once you finish, yeah. you know, yeah. if you build cars, it's fun while you're building it, and then once it's done, it's cool to look at it, but then... Like, you gotta race shit, it. Well, I want to spend all night at work. I want to build something else. Yeah, you gotta race it, but that doesn't satisfy that itch to, to build something. You know, right, so you yeah. just immediately turn to the next car. That's the same thing for us. You know, whether it's writing a song, putting out a project, or right. a video. Once you've created it, you look at it, and you're like, "Oh, that's great." Next, you know, yeah, you just yeah, want it's right. like a machine. It's always yeah. feeding off the next idea. Yeah, that's great. Just, yeah, you know, we have a desire, just a, uh, a desire to just create. You know, and that's. We're, we look at ourselves as uh, resource rich when it comes to everything that uh, a record label needs. You know, we, right. we have our studio, we have in-house studio, you know, studio musicians. We create all our own videos. We do all our own artwork. We take our pictures. We, you know, we, we're totally self-contained. Self-contained. Yeah, so yeah. it allows us to get the market very cheap. So we don't have to sell a lot of units to make a profit. Yeah. So, right. you know, that allows us to do what we want. You know, I mean, we have right. a, there's a freedom in that because we're you know we don't have to appease anybody. We don't right. you know we just just ourselves. And uh, once we know we got something good, we want to get it to the market. And you know, we create so much music. We had to develop. You know, even though we work with a bunch of different labels and different artists, we still have hundred hundred or so songs in our iTunes that are just waiting for a platform. So it's right. like, man, let's just get this this label started. We'll start releasing our own content because we just make too much, you know, for our current, you know, output as far as, play, you know, platforms to put the music. Because, right. you know, we did the whole Eye for an Eye record, you know, we're doing stuff for them guys. But we, like I said, we still have all this other music yeah. that's sitting over there. And it was just a no-brainer. So what you got going on now, David? Man, just, you know, me and John doing the Damn It Boy Entertainment. And um, we've got a uh, album coming out on Average Joe's. Um, I four and I, which is uh, me, Stump, and Bubba Sparks. Yeah. Um, album's called Country Boy City Slick. Don't have a uh, release date yet. But um, however, on Mud Digger yeah. Six, which goes on pre-order June sixteenth, they're releasing an instant grat also on I four and I uh, for the song that we contributed called Saturday Afternoon. So uh, pretty soon here we'll have some more I four and I content in the marketplace. But once you know, once you sign over at the label, they have you know, 15, 16 artists over there. And, yeah. you know, they, they put them out it takes time to kind of get into the, well, it just takes time to get into the flow because, you know, if, if they're going to put your art, album out, you want to make sure that the marketing team yeah. is behind it and that the whole label is behind it. So, you know, they just put out the bandits and then they got to put out the lax and then they got mud digger. And it's just, you know, right. as each album comes out, 
the whole company's focused on that release. Yeah. So right. you know, that's you got you kind of got to yeah the iPhone I album Country Boy City Slick and it kind of details kind of our where we at in in this whole country southern rap kind of thing and you know because we we uh we identify greatly with the the country you know uh, way of life. But we're also the kind of guys that spend our life hustling in the yeah, city, right, right. chasing it, you know. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. we kind of y'all are just young enough can, to do it. We're too old. Dude. We can move in, a, in both worlds, you know, yeah. very fluently and, and genuinely. You know, I'm just, still getting my hustle on. I don't know what you're doing. Oh, I'm just talking about. It. You know, I can't. I, I mean, I wish I would have had you know a platform to try to you know do some music on when I was young. But I, you know, what you did? Combined. You were stoned. <laughs> Still am. <laughs> Problem. <laughs> see, it was you know, there. You were just I'm not the only one that does, doesn't do music stone or does music stone. I mean, you know. Well, I'll tell you, you got the better job. <laughs> this is fun. This is really fun. fun. You know well, this is the best way to, to yeah. interact in the music business sometimes because it's, uh, it's, it's a dog-eat-dog world. Yeah, right? it's not yeah. here, man. No, we've actually been blessed, man. Yeah. Sure, we just started this thing up and... Fucking Ted Nugent on here, man. That's yeah, awesome. crazy, we started man. in February. Yeah, yeah. Eddie Money and just a whole bunch of got you guys on here, Charlie. Yeah. I saw Charlie on YouTube, didn't know who he was. But I was like, oh man, I got to talk to him. And dude, on there playing some country music with a Pantera shirt on. I was like, <laughs> shit, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. You know, we you know we've got to meet a lot of uh, actually meet a lot of our uh, idols and stuff, and and that we're fans of, and that's right. it's, it's, yeah. it's and doing it the way we do it now. It's not where I'm so starstruck, but it's like well. But they're wanting to meet us and talk to us too, and it's kind of different. It's cool, you know. Yeah, what I mean, meeting them on a different uh, level. You just realize the more you're you're working at the next level, that people are people. You know, just normal, normal, yeah. normal folk. People that don't, you and know, we all throw pants on, or some of us don't. And they're most people just like us. They're just happy to to have a platform like this to let people know what they're doing, and you know, some people are busy too, man. You just got to get them at that right time where they yeah. got that minute. Yeah, we've done some crazy times. I mean, been out here eleven o'clock at night. 10 o'clock in the morning. You know, I'll drive down that thing on ice. Almost died coming down here. That yeah, show, right? but you know, just to, to uh, do a damn show. Who Got all that out here and the internet was out. Was yeah. Like, I, that was uh, but we tried a nice wife. Uh, yeah. yeah Turner. Turner. Yeah. Turner. And, yeah, it was crazy because we were... Yeah, she was talking about who was going to uh, eat who if we got stuck down here. <laughs> yeah, she said, broke back mountain. I said, no, nah, I got a pistol. One of us coming up out of here. Oh, yeah. But you know, it's a just you gotta do what you gotta do to make it happen. And mm-hmm. you know, I can see. I mean, y'all coming all the way down here. You know, we appreciate it. You know? Yeah, very cool. Yeah, but we appreciate you having us, man. It's so loud, man. Well, I'm sorry, guys. He fucks up my audio every time. He's lucky man. I'm awake. He doesn't even have a mic. <laughs> I don't know. It's just. <laughs> yes. But man, that's cool. Man. Thanks a lot for coming down here and taking the time. Yeah, yeah. Cool. We're gonna come to that uh, uh, release party out there in Please Murfreesboro. Or yeah, Union. June June twenty sixth. It's in Unionville. Um, oh yeah. The uh, what's the it's say on it the the town or whatever. But it's it's basically Unionville. You know how it is out in the country. It's just uh, you can't miss it when you get there. There's more cars there than anywhere, right? He's pulling up the the flyer. But basically, um, it's June twenty sixth. The gates are gonna open up at six o'clock. People can camp if they want. We're gonna set up oh, uh, set up a stage out there and sound. We got food. We got live entertainment and we got our buddy DJ O'Rig who's Smoke's tour DJ he's gonna come out and play live and keep oh, everybody yeah. entertained and, you know we're just gonna have a big bonfire food some some libations and Good. we have a lot of great fans man <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah 
but they're all good, man. They're good people, and uh, they come out and they support. Yeah, yeah. I so noticed that. Man. We're looking yeah. to have a really good time out there, and, and I think we will. I think it'll be well attended. Chuck's gonna be performing live with the band, and uh, we'll have the see physical copies of the CD out there for for people to buy. Some new Chuck shirt, Charlie Bonnet shirts, as well as the David Boy shirts, and uh, a couple of new I for Nine shirts. So. Look we'll probably it. show up in force then out there, man. That'd Please be a do. good place. Yeah. Please do. Yeah. People are camping out and everything. Yeah, yeah. we'll bring the whole straight hustling crew, baby. Please do, man. Awesome. Come yeah. out. Let's have some fun. Let's kick it. Is he going to be playing uh, all of his own songs, or is he going to be playing a little mixture? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's oh, okay, probably going to cool. play. I think he said he's got nine songs that he's going to do. We've got our homegirl, Jolie Bell, <laughs> coming out to do a couple I'm songs. Sure She's a singer-songwriter. And uh, we're going to do a couple songs as I for an eye, but mainly the night's about Chuck. We yeah, just right. want him to, to shine. It's his night. And, uh, you know, we're going to do a great job of keeping everybody grooving, you know, yeah, with yeah. the ones and twos. And like I said, there'll be plenty to do out there to free beer. We, um, yes, yes. We just yes, want yes. everybody to put free beer on your. I'm in, on your man. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're going to have motherfuckers here to Timbuktu trying to get in that game. Hey, baby. come on in. We got plenty of beer. Yeah. We got plenty of things to do. We're going to have a huge bonfire, plenty of food. Oh, well, Facebook. We got locally here, man. I got, maybe we'll have a bunch of them coming. Yeah, we're going to have yeah. some barbecue out there. So there'll oh, be yeah. plenty, plenty of stuff yes. out there to uh, to keep us entertained. And like I said, we're going to party till the sun comes up. Yeah. Tickets are on sale now from the Damn Boy website. It's uh, www.dammitboyentertainment.com all spelled out.com and uh you can buy the shirts and you can buy tickets there's a link and uh it's 15 in advance if you get them online 20 at the gate and oh, yeah. uh like we said free beer lots of food um, you can't beat that for freaking bonfire. 15 or 20 bucks man yeah. i pay 20 dollars just to go pay to drink free yeah. beer you know what <laughs> I mean? yeah. Yeah. how much is it for the topless girls <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if we bring top? They come out. They get in free. Yeah, they get in. <laughs> you bring them, you get in free. Oh, <laughs> yeah. hell yeah! I, I get them all topless. Yeah, Moonshine does a good job of that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it should be a great time. I'm sure everybody enjoy themselves, make some memories, have a good time, and hopefully yeah. we'll, we'll do it. You know, a couple times a year. Yeah, and, uh, a lot of YouTube videos made that night. I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, it's, it'll have the same feel as a mud ball and everything. Anything, that's why we made the song Anything Goes, because we noticed oh, anything yeah. goes at the mud bog. So, you know, you have a night. That's what we wanted. That's why we didn't have it at an indoor. Yeah, so right, that, right. You know, it, it just felt a lot better to, to get out in the field. People can, you know, let their hair down a little bit. We'll no, cops. Out, no cops. No cops. It'll be, you know, a couple <laughs> hundred yards back on private property. Cool. We, have, yeah, uh, man, awesome. we have security, armed security. We have uh, uh, insurance policy. So Yeah, you guys are doing a great Yeah, You got the permit. See, that's yeah. the key. Everything's, <laughs> everything's legit. We're trying, you know, we're going to make sure everybody has plenty of parking. There'll be Porta John's. It's going to be one right. Yeah, right. Yeah, you, know, you can't sell lemonade without a permit now. Be party. Well, we're not selling beer. We're giving it away to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, man. Well, definitely cool. Thanks for coming down here and Getting to meet y'all. And very we appreciate awesome. It, man. We're looking out for you and see what's going on. We'll definitely come to the party. Yes. Word up. Yeah, and, get, you know, and, and do what little we can or what big we can to help you guys get promoted and do what you're doing. Awesome. You know, hey, Great. hey all the hustlers helping hustlers is what, what makes this world go around out there. Yeah, we've got a yeah. video crew out there filming the whole thing. It's going to be good. We'll make, oh, a, yeah. we'll make a little episode out of it for Charlie just to promote the album. And stuff oh, like yeah. That, so. well, we're sure to get some double Ds in that for you. Come on. Bro. <laughs> you need to keep your shirt on. I'm going to try. <laughs> I can't let these moves out. <laughs> All right, man. Thank y'all for coming again. Right, Very John. good time. John Connor, David Ray, 
I was wondering if it was a John Connor from the Terminator thing. Yeah, did you come back? That's what it was inspired from. That's what it was inspired from, but. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Parents were Terminator fans. That's great. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you all again, man. Yeah, man. Peace. All right. That's the show. Very cool. John Connor, David Ray down here at the headquarters. Straight hustling. Yeah, we're going to have to. Go out to that party on the 26th. That sounds like a hoot, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll definitely you know, have to go there. Free beer. You got, you got me at free beer. Yeah, free beer. Damn. I mean, come on. And we got to camp. If y'all get your tickets early, remember, it's 15 bucks if you get it early on dammitboysentertainment.com. Yeah. Or 20 at the gate. Yeah. Man, I, I know our peeps out there can drink more than $20 of beer. Yeah, so I get mean, your ass out there and listen to the entertainment. Let's have a great time. Straight mm-hmm. hustle. We'll be all over the place. Oh, yeah. We're going to be out there checking everybody out and uh, hobnobbing with the big boys, I guess. Yep. Go online early and put in the code Money Mike, and it'll be $25. Yeah. Because <laughs> then the $5 of that goes to my favorite charity, which is me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, man, that was very cool to meet them in person, have them come down here and, uh, and talk to us and tell yeah. us everything that's going on. they got a ton of things going on. So. Good music in Tennessee right now, Middle Tennessee happening. Yeah, and you know, it, uh, our first uh, face-to-face interview went went over really well. I was, uh, you know, we were kind of, I guess, all of us wondering what, what it was going to be like, but I enjoyed it. It was great. Yeah, it was good. good. Head, yeah. Headphones off, everybody just chilling, having a good yeah. time. Have Bubba Sparks on next. Yeah, we didn't know how loud we were, though, without our headphones. I mean, I don't know. We all knew you were loud. Yeah, I'm always loud. Yeah. But anyway, Stu, tell them where to find the show. Yeah. Okay, guys. Do you remember? Man, I remember. We're at com. We spell it the right way. S-T-R, the number 8, H-U-S-T-L-I-N.com. Man, we're on iTunes, uh, Stitcher. Twitter, Stitcher, yeah. Facebook. Yeah, any uh, app where you can find a, a, find a podcast. Yeah. Exactly. Although we're not on MySpace like a... Like was mentioned in this in the show, but we're still out there. So keep your eye <laughs> MySpace on. is dead. Is yeah. MySpace even alive anymore? Is it still a site? I, I, he said that. That's like, wait a second. I know about it too. I mean, we're yes, talking about it now. We're all over there. We're talking about MySpace came and went in a few years. I didn't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. man, go out there and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Yeah. Leave some comments for us. Hell yeah, man! Buy some t-shirts. Check it out. You well, know, money might do something bad to you. Yeah. Yeah, I might hold you down. <laughs> hey, y'all, be sure, seriously, <laughs> check us out. Check out our actual webpage where you can order the T-shirts. Uh, they're awesome, man. Everybody's getting them. Yeah, uh, they're flying off the shelves, man. I can't believe the amount of people that are wearing them. It's gotten so bad, we're going to just great, folks. They're awesome. They're we still got strings. a few, few other colors, so if you want to... They show sweat stains really well. <laughs> we got a few other colors <laughs> left. I need to update... They are, and, and I wear. And the thing is, they're they're really good shirts because yeah, they're all solid, time, and, and they haven't really, they hadn't faded too off much. Even though I washed the crap out of it, thank God I do laundry. Yeah, that's some good quality stuff. Got a lot of good comments from them. Yeah, so go out there and get you on, bitches. Yeah, We're getting out of here. If you ain't hustling, you ain't living. Peace. Hey.